Hey everyone, this is William from A Fan's Perspective. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How to record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen on? How do I make money from this podcast? Well, guys, the answer was really easy. The answer was Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with a great sponsor who wants to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Guys, let me be real. Anchor has changed the way I look at podcasts. It made it really easy for me to get in there, start editing my stuff, and get it out to you. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money while doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear what you come up with in your podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to A Fan's Perspective. My name is William Jones and I will be your host for this very first episode of what I'm hoping will be a new podcast that all of you love. Now in this podcast, we're going to be taking a look at sports and the players that play those sports from our perspective, a fan's perspective, uh, hence where I got the name from. Now today I want to talk about the four major quarterbacks or rookie quarterbacks, I should say. Through the 20 from the 2018 draft. Now, this is going to be through week 10. And uh, we're going to talk about Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield. Now, first, I want to say let's let's keep in mind that these players can't always account for what their teammates are doing or what their teammates can do. Um, they can't get out there and catch the ball for their receivers or their tight ends. They can't be in the trenches and, and block the defensive line. So all these numbers for a rookie are kind of important, you know, right? It, it's going to help us determine kind of their decision-making through week 10. Now, Josh Allen's stats are probably the worst out of all these guys. The reason I say that, and, and I know there's going to be a Buffalo fan out there that's like, oh, Josh Allen. Well, guys, he's only attempted 139 passes, and, and that's not a lot. He's, he's connected on 75 of them, but that only gives him a completion percentage of, uh, what, 54%? You know, and, and let's be fair, like, at a 54% completion percentage, that's not great, man. Um, you know, he's thrown for two touchdowns. Guys, two touchdowns. And... Let's, let's look at this. Five interceptions. So when we look at that, that means he's not taking care of the ball. Um, and as a rookie, that's one thing. The one thing you should be able to do as a rookie quarterback is take care of the ball because that's important, right? Uh, being able to take care of the ball makes the difference on whether you're starting on Sunday or Monday or Thursday or if you're riding the bench because if you can't take care of the ball, you can't win. Now, he was sacked 21 times, so maybe 
a little help through the offensive line would would help. He's passed for 832 yards, so so that's not bad. Now we are in a rushing league, so I do want to talk about those numbers as well. And he's attempted to rush the ball 35 times, right? And rushing 35 times, he's gained 155 yards, scored three touchdowns on the ground, but he fumbled the ball four times. Now, granted, they only lost the ball. They only turned the ball over one time out of those four. So they recovered three of the four. But that goes back to taking care of the ball. I mean, it goes simply to that. If you can't take care of the ball, you can't be a starter in the NFL or you shouldn't be. Now, he does have a QB rating of 61.8. He is averaging about four and a half yards per rushing attempt. Um, so overall, as a rookie, you know, he's not looking fantastic. But, hey, it's it's a start, right? He is playing for Buffalo, and at least they have – Buffalo will give him the chance to, to develop. Now, with Josh Rosen, on the other hand, he had a lot to say after the draft. He thought that he was passed over, that he was the better quarterback in the draft. And that's why he's on this list is because – I wanted to look at his stats through week 10 and let's say, okay, you said you were the best. Let's see how you're looking. Now, he started five of the six games he's played in through week 10. He's attempted 169 passes, so he has got more passes, 30 more to be precise. Um, But he's only completed 94 of those, man. And that gives him a 55.6% completion percentage. He's thrown for five touchdowns, but once again, here's another rookie that has more interceptions than he does touchdowns uh, at six. So it's very close. He has one more interception than he does touchdowns, but that all comes back to taking care of the ball. Uh, He does have a passer rating of 69.6. And let's see, he's, he's rushed the ball nine times, nine times, 48 yards. Um, He's fumbled the ball three times. So that's one thing we can look at. And they lost two of those fumbles, guys. Uh, So Arizona lost two of the three fumbles that that Josh Rosen gave up. Now, here's his saving grace. He has passed for 1,072 yards. So that can't be overlooked. You know, it it just doesn't help when you're turning the ball over. You know, it's harder for your team to win games when when you're careless with the ball. And that's something I've seen consistently looking at these these quarterbacks is that they, once again, they need to pay more attention to the coverages that they're going up against and just kind of learn the game a little bit more. All right, so Sam Darnold. At first glance on paper, Sam Sam looks good. You know, so we're going to dive right on it. He started nine games, right? So, out of the quarterbacks we're looking at, he has started the most games. Um, He's also passed, or attempted the most passes, at 289 yards. Now, he's completed 159 of those, which gave him a completion percentage of 55, um, which is the highest so far out out of all the quarterbacks we've talked about right now. Sam Darnold has the highest percentage of completing the passes. Now, he's also passed for 1,934 yards. That also is another high out of, he's the third quarterback we're talking about. And, and that makes him the highest as of right now. 
Now, he has thrown for 11 touchdowns, um, which is great. You know, you want you want a quarterback to, to, to throw for a good bit of touchdowns, especially as a rookie. But here we go again, 14 interceptions. Now, he was sacked 21 times, and he does have a pass rating of 68.3. But we have to look at that number. Another rookie quarterback with more interceptions than he has touchdowns. So we're seeing a consistent pattern here that, and I know I sound like a broken record, but it's important when you're, when you're looking at a, a young quarterback and you're seeing them making those bad decisions, it's your job as a, as a QB coach, as a head coach, as the offensive coordinator to step in and say, hey, let's sit down, let's get you in the extra work, let's make sure that you're, you're taking care of the ball, you're reading those defenses right. Your job should be you want to give your team the best chance to win, and the best chance to win is not turning the ball over. Now, he was sacked 21 times. I believe I said that. But, lest we forget, it is a rushing league or a rushing position now. Um, So, he did do... he, He rushed for 30 attempts. And 61 yards is the amount of game... the yards he gained. He did get one touchdown four fumbles but the Jets only lost one of those fumbles so there's another situation where the team is is getting on those fumbles and and taking care of the ball but it still goes back to he has to protect the football now finally it's Baker Mayfield now the Browns are really hoping Baker Mayfield will be the franchise quarterback the future of that organization now, he has started six of the seven games he's played in. Now, um, in those seven games total, he has attempted 265 passes, and he completed 159 of them. Now, that right there alone is a big statement, because in fewer games and fewer attempts, he has passed for a higher completion, and that completion percentage puts him at 60%, and that as a rookie is looking pretty good for Cleveland. I mean, you haven't had a winning season, and here comes Baker Mayfield and you get your first win. Now, he has passed for 1,768 yards. He's still under that Sam Darnold number, but keep in mind he has he has had fewer attempts, but I know some of you are going to say, yeah, but he completed the same amount. You're right. So, you know, some of those passes aren't going to be for positive yards or you didn't get a lot of yards after the catch. Now, he has thrown for 10 touchdowns. Now we're coming up on that number that's really important, right? So far, every quarterback that we've talked about has thrown more interceptions than touchdowns. Baker Mayfield is the exception. He's only thrown seven interceptions. Now, if I'm the head of an organization and I'm looking across the league at at other rookie quarterbacks and I see that my quarterback has thrown for fewer interceptions than these guys in as far as like passing completions and how many touchdowns, that's a positive, man. Um, you know, you can, the fans of Cleveland can get excited about that because they have a chance to have a quarterback that can be there for a long time and he just needs to develop. Now, we all know while Baker was at Oklahoma, he was a very mobile quarterback and he extended plays with his legs and he did it very well, made very few mistakes. Well, he's attempted to rush the ball 15 times, and he's gained 91 yards. Now, those of you that are keeping up with the statistics out of this, that's 6.1 yards per carry. Makes him the best running back through Week 10 by all the rookies. 
Now, he was sacked 22 times, and he has fumbled the ball four times. The Browns have lost two of those fumbles, so there we go. They, he might have not thrown as many interceptions, but he has coughed the ball up two times that were turnovers. Yes, he, he fumbled four times, but only two of them were complete turnovers. Now, one thing that these teams need to look at is they don't need to look at these players as a product. Yes, you know, they play they play for these teams. They get paid to play for these teams. But these young quarterbacks, they need stability by these organizations. And that's very important to get that stability. And when a fan can look at these organizations or... Now, I am talking about Cleveland for the most part at this beginning part. But as a fan, when you can look at an organization and tell that there's discord, that there's just, it's not working efficiently, how do you expect a young rookie quarterback, and not just a quarterback, but any rookie to come into this organization and make a difference? Because that's what these, that's what they, these rookies need is they need stability, right? So, you know, for these organizations to, to get these guys comfortable, they need to have solid quarterback coaches, a solid defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, and a head coach. You can't have a carousel going on. You don't need them going, oh, we've done horrible so far. Let's get rid of you right now at this exact moment. Yes, sometimes that works. But when you have young players, they need, they need that development, right? They need to learn to play the game the right way. And when you're taking that away from them because – you're looking at, oh, I need a Super Bowl right now, or, oh, we need to jump on a winning record right now. You're not looking at the right thing. You need to be looking at, this is the future of our organization. You know, we need to develop these players. We need to make sure that they understand that we've committed to them. We drafted them. We have confidence and faith that they can help our organization in the future. And when you're not making those decisions, when you're not making it aware when you're not being stable as an organization these guys are just there's no consistency in what they're seeing and that makes it rough on these guys because they're coming in they're looking at a faster game they're looking at guys that have been in the league four and five years they're looking at these guys that know the game know the speed of the game and now they're having to adjust but not only are they having to adjust on the field, but they're having to adjust in the locker room. And when you're adjusting in the locker room as well as on the field, there's there's nothing you can do. Well, look, guys, I hope you enjoyed my first episode. I know I was a little bit sporadic and, and a little bit of everywhere. But uh, subscribe, guys. Um, I'm hoping to make this. Uh, I'm going to put up a new one every week. And, you know, we'll get it better. Um, now, if y'all do want to shoot me an email about a topic that you would like to cover or what you would like me to cover, you can email a fansperspective01 at gmail.com. Um, you can shoot me an email there um, and and I will do a podcast specifically on a topic that you want or I'll touch on it and give you my opinion as a fan. All right, guys, I appreciate you listening. I know it's only 14 and a half minutes, but... Hopefully we can get them going longer and more consistent. Hey guys, you've been great. And once again, my name's William and I hope you all have a good afternoon.